There is a podcasting group on Facebook that I'm a part of, and I am becoming that guy in the group. What guy? The guy who always complains about one thing. Oh, don't be that guy. I, Why do you have to be the complainer, especially with the nature of our show? I have to because I'm trying to save people that there are a lot of amateur broadcasters who are venturing into podcasting. And one big area of debate is acoustically treating rooms, like putting up hundreds or thousands of dollars worth of wall panels in order to acoustically treat rooms and, and soundproof rooms. And I maintain that that is not necessary nine times out of 10. Spoiler alert, our room has no acoustic anything. Right. And I'm facing a giant window. And the yes. And and so I think quality microphones and strategic mic placement will dissolve any acoustic problems. But you're not being negative. You're just saying, hey, here's what I would do. I am saying don't spend your money on acoustic treatment. Spend your money, invest in quality microphones because I don't think that's negative. Well, I have gotten into a few spats with people who Jeff, like, like don't the, don't be the online Facebook guy that gets into fights with people. Nobody likes that guy. The guy earlier today who was writing, um, well, why do you think all radio studios have acoustic treatments? And I responded to him and said, I've worked in radio for 25 years, and I've worked in studios that have great acoustic, and I have a great acoustic treatments, and I have worked in studios that don't have great acoustic treatments, but you know what they all have in common? Pro-grade mics, quality microphones. So, Yeah. I'm that guy. Oh boy. And I'm sorry because I hate myself for it, but just trying to save the people. The upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I am grateful that our dog, Lily, always comes into the room and hangs out when we're recording our podcast. I think it's very cute. It's adorable, and it's every single time. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for books. Okay, right off the top, we got to take care of a whole bunch of random business stuff. Number one, the Dinner Affair winner for Free Stuff Friday. Um, we didn't have her name on yesterday's episode, but we have it today. Amber Lee Landon, congratulations. You have got yourself a gift certificate to have dinner affair food brought right to your house. Amazing. And uh, if you don't know about Dinner Affair, it's a new partner of the show. It's one of our favorites. And if you want $30 off your very first purchase with Dinner Affair, just use the code UPSIDE when you check out at dinneraffair.com. Jeff has two comedy shows this week. Well, he has three. He has two that aren't sold out and you can still get tickets if you want to have a Valentine's Day or a girl's night out or just to laugh because who doesn't like laughter? Uh, text the word jokes, J-O-K-E-S to 800-434-5454. Uh, we have a bonus episode of The Upside coming out in uh mid-morning today, if you're listening to this on Tuesday the 11th, it's uh, two conversations with friends of ours. The first one is a buddy of mine who got fired and I'm trying to convince him to talk. We're like, welcome to the club, buddy. Yeah. I'm trying to convince him to start a podcast. I think he's got a great concept and I need everybody in the Upside family 
to help encourage him to do it. So I've got a plan. So that's going to be the first conversation we have. And then the second conversation is with celebrity chef Kevin Gillespie, who is hilarious. Um, he's one of my favorite interviews time and time again when Jeff has interviewed him on the radio. And now I get to be a part of the interview. And he gave us two tickets to for hired guns. Do you want to explain what hired guns is? Kevin has a restaurant called gun show. And if you are into like culinary food experience, food experience, a culinary experience, uh, in, in the Atlanta area, you go to gun show and he brings in his celebrity chef friends from all Mm -hmm. over the world about six times a year to cook with the gun show staff. Tiffany Faison, who is a top chef contestant as she's from Chicago, Boston, Boston. Just kidding. (laughs) I said that really confidently though. She's from Boston. You did. Uh, She has restaurants in Boston. Well, anyway, she's going to be down here on Sunday, the 16th. It's the hottest ticket in town. It sells out. I think he said it sold out in six minutes this year. It's funny how Kevin was telling us, and you'll hear this in the episode, but he was telling us how they intended it to be kind of like a casual addition to the restaurant, which, you know, anybody, Gun Show really is one of the hottest restaurants in town. And it sells out every time to the point where he's like, we don't even get an opportunity to do press for it because that's how quickly it sells out. And I want to talk about it. So Kevin, you talk about it, buddy, and give us the tickets. It is Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, two. 800-434-5454. Again, text the word Kevin, K-E-V-I-N, to 800-434-5454, and you will be entered to win two tickets to Hired Guns with Kevin Gillespie, Tiffany Faison. I don't know why I have such a problem with words right now. And um, that's going to be for this Sunday, February 16th. And catch Kevin on a bonus episode that will come out here in just a few hours, uh, early or I'm sorry, late morning on Tuesday, February 11th. Okay, I, weeks ago, placed an ad for some behind-the-scenes help with upside stuff. Like, nothing glamorous or exciting, but just uh, archiving audio, setting up audio, inserting ad orders, just stuff, right? Mm -hmm. And totally forgot about it. And just got an email from somebody who said, hey, if this position is still open, I would be interested in talking to you about it. Here's the deal. The email came from a woman's husband. She was the one who would be doing the work, but he's the one who responded to the ad. So I said, does she have any experience doing A, B, C, and D and with these platforms and this software and whatnot? Then he writes back, Yes, but if not, I'll get her all trained up on it. So I No. Mm. That's that's giving me weird. Would you ever do that with me? No, I don't even order for you at restaurants. Yeah. So I but what I here's my dilemma because she is familiar with the backside of podcasting like the the behind the scenes stuff and the software and the computer programs that are used for it. She is familiar with the stuff that we use. He said, she's a quick learner. I, you know what? She's the only, it's one of, I, I right when I posted the ad, I got like three replies and none of those people had any experience. 
This is the first one that I've gotten where the person has experience. And why should I deny her the opportunity? Because first of all, if you can't write the email yourself, that's not a good sign. Second of all, do you remember years ago when you had a coworker whose significant other would get involved in your work business and that did not go over very well at all? I worked with somebody who one or two or three times her boyfriend texted everybody else that she worked with to make sure that she knew to leave at a certain time for a doctor's appointment or that she was taking her medicine. Yeah, no. But what if this- First of all, no, that is no, for a couple of reasons. One, that sets a bad precedent of, hey, your significant other can interact with your boss, which is not cool. And two, if you're really a self-starter and going to get things done, your first chance to start would have been writing the email yourself. I have the same issue with people who get their kids like- put in job recommendations for their children. Like, why are you doing that? You have the contact, your kids should reach out, show some initiative. What's wrong with a parent referencing, giving a reference to a kid? It's not a reference. It's parents doing the job that the child should be doing. So you would never email one of our friends and say, Hey, my kid's looking for a job. No, you give them the email address. So if that you've gotten emails from parents saying that my child wants to work with you. Yes. Oh no. Exactly. But I feel the same way about spouses. Like I think it would be totally inappropriate for you to email someone and say, Hey, my wife would be really good for this job and here's her qualifications. And if she can't do anything, I'll train her. Like, yeah, I was, you know what? I didn't really actually think much of it until I until he said, I'll train her Mm-mm. because then I was thinking like, what if he was just scrolling through and he's like, Oh, wait a minute. This is all my, and like, I would maybe do that. Like where I would just scroll through and be like, Oh, I might know somebody who's good for this. It's my wife. She's qualified in this. But then when he wrote the I'll train her line, it seemed like, I feel like I'll never be allowed to talk to her. It, that has controlling vibes all over it. I don't like it. And I say that confidently as someone who has been in a controlling relationship, I do not like the vibe of that situation. And I hope it's not the vibe I'm getting. All right. Speaking of weird vibes. That just threw me. (laughs) You got very fired up about that. I did. This is the second day in a row that I've been like, oh, nope. I have like strong opinions this week. Apparently, as long as we're on a creepy vibe train, let's let's just keep it going and talk about uh, you and T Bird and uh, her dating life. T Bird um, handles our online community, so Facebook group, any upside meetups, that would be T Bird. And she, when she goes on a date, and she's been on two dates this week with the same person. By the way, go T Bird. Um, has texted me pictures of him and said, this is where we're going tonight. Who who are these people that she knows? Nope. Or is she, oh, Online okay. dating. So the first time they went out, she sent Got me it. pictures. She sent me his dating profile, like pictures of it, screenshots of it, and told me exactly where they were going. And then she went out with him a couple of days later and said, hey, I'm going out with the same guy of the info that I sent you before. And here's where we'll be going tonight. And she's sending this to you because you're in her Dateline network. And apparently every woman has a Dateline network of friends. I don't know if everyone does, but I have a lot. Like if I feel uncomfortable somewhere, I would actually you got fired from that role because you aren't perceptive enough to pick up the stuff. But I text Chrissy and I'm like, Hey, 
this car is driving by our house in the middle of the night every time around the same time and it's really loud and here's the kind of car it is in case you need this info to pass it on to Dateline. So it's 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 much less like day of safety. It's as much day of safety as it is evidence for the cops if nobody hears from from somebody in three days. Yes, and then beyond that for your Dateline episode, and I actually had a woman on my um, Instagram tell me that her friends know which Dateline journalist she wants doing her story. What? So she's like, my friends know I want Keith Morrison, and that's who it is. I mean, is there another one, though? Keith Morrison. Lester Holt. Lester Holt hosts it. He just gets you into the story. Um, but Keith Morrison is like, he's the guy with the voice. Yeah, there's four. There's like three or four of them. Yeah, it's got to be Keith Morrison. Don't even bother doing a Dateline episode on me unless it's KM. You know what I love about KM? Um, I love that he, they don't show, you know, usually when you're on Dateline, they show from like your chest up. Yeah. In every one of his social media pictures, he's like wearing chucks. Oh, that's his style? Yeah, I really like that. So he's like all businessy on the top and kind of like a cool rocker on the bottom. I would be friends with KM. Um, what oh did- my God, we should have shirts. Friends with KM. Friends with Keith Morrison? Just I- KM. Friends with KM. What, can you um, tell me what I did to get fired? Yeah, I can tell you exactly what you did. We had you on the show talking a couple weeks ago about how you're glad that I send stuff to Chrissy because if the cops ever came and talked to you, you would be like, yeah, I don't have any information. And then like four months later, you'd be like, oh, okay. So she did send me a picture of this car that was following her on the day she disappeared. And I forgot that she sent me a picture of that and the license plate. She'd, oh, I remember now a car drove by the house and threw a bloody knife at her. I have the knife. It's in the garage. Do you need that? (laughs) Right. Was that important? Would that help you? And the license plate fell off the car. That's in with the knife. I think maybe I took it to Goodwill. I don't know. This is why Jeff is not allowed near my Dateline information. Tiber texts me. I text Chrissy. Just make sure you have a crime buddy that knows and gets you. And Chrissy doesn't judge when I send her stuff like that. I send her pictures of stuff and all she says is like on it. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I Sorry. I'm not worthy. Well, I'm just trying to get the best person for the job. When it comes to building a better mattress, Brooklyn Bedding literally owns it. Every sleep solution is American made in their very own state-of-the-art factory in Phoenix, Arizona, where they custom craft a mattress just for you. Two brothers, John and Rob Merwin, started 25 years ago as master craftsmen, and now they know everything there is to know about building a quality mattress. We've been sleeping on the Elite Spartan by Brooklyn Bedding. It's got individually encased coils and proprietary comfort foams with a smart fabric cover. What this means is that we are sleeping on the most comfortable mattress I have ever owned. And it sleeps at just the perfect temperature. I don't know how it does it, but I'm never too hot. I'm never too cold. If you're looking for the best sleep ever at factory direct prices, go to Brooklyn Bedding. Bedding.com. Mattresses start at just $4.99 and you'll save 25% off every order with the promo code UPSIDE25. That's brooklynbedding.com. American owned and American made. They own the sleep solution because they own the 
factory. I often refer to myself as basic Betty about makeup because really I just want to look like I know what I'm doing and only spend a couple of minutes doing it. And the truth is I don't know a whole lot about makeup, but I do know a lot about Thrive Cosmetics and I love this company. Okay. So the background on the company, they are hundred percent vegan and cruelty-free. They make makeup products. They make skincare products that your skin will love. And they also give back to women in need. So that could be women getting out of homelessness, surviving domestic abuse, and women fighting cancer. You know that I love that. All right, back to Basic Betty Makeup. I have been using the Brilliant Eye Brightener for about two weeks now. I have gotten so many compliments from people saying, hey, your makeup looks really good, but they don't know what I've changed. How amazing is that? I have been putting a little dab of it in the corner of my eye, like closest to my nose, right before I leave for work, and everybody compliments my makeup. Try it. You will love it. And best of all, it is super easy if you are basic Betty like me. Start thriving and help women in need today by going to thrivecosmetics.com slash upside and use the code upside for 15% off your first purchase. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash upside and use the code upside for 15% off. Skillshare offers classes designed for real life so you can move your creative learning journey forward without putting the rest of your life on hold. You can learn, you can grow with short classes that fit your busy routine, whether it's photography, drawing, art, bookkeeping, the back end of businesses, marketing, productivity, they've got you covered. Skillshare is incredibly affordable, especially when compared to pricey in-person classes and workshops. An annual subscription is less than $10 a month. But right now, you can go to Skillshare.com slash upside and to get two months free premium membership. That's Skillshare.com slash upside and get two months of everything that Skillshare has to offer absolutely free. Every day, Jeff brings three random things to the table. Yesterday, I got a little fired up about one of them. What do you have for me today? Try to stay calm on these, if you could. Uh, number one, Americans are going to spend $1.3 billion, billion with a B, on Valentine's Day cards. Yeah. And uh, trivia, Hallmark offers 1,000 261 different types of Valentine's Day. I'm going to put this out in the universe right now. It's going to be my Demi Lovato statement, you know, like one day I will. One day I will have greeting cards in major stores. Really? That's the thing you want to do? Well, it's very upside-y, don't you think? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. I think that should be a part of our brand. Now, how I get greeting cards in the hands of Target, I'm not really sure, but, you know, just throwing that out there. Okay. Uh, number two, hotels are starting to embrace these momcation packages at different hotels and resorts. Uh, like this one in Newport Beach, California, has a momcation package that includes a guilt be gone bath bomb, a fifty dollars spa credit, and a bathrobe to take home, plus a bottle of wine on check in. Uh, in Austin and New York City, there are momcation packages for as little as $140 a night that include a complimentary bottle of wine, again, and an amenity credit. And in Napa, the Archer Hotel has a mom's wine country getaway, which comes with candy, a bathrobe, uh, premium channels for free in the hotel room, and guess what? Does that mean? A bottle of wine. Does that mean dirty channels? Also, the Napa one is the best one. 
and then the last you random- didn't answer my question. Does it have dirty channels? I don't know. Isn't is that, that what premium content is? Or does oh. premium content mean like? I've just figured it meant like all movies. Oh, I don't know what they have in hotels. I never, I've never watched a hotel movie ever in my life. Really? Ever. It's just like um, Netflix or Such a luxury. Xfinity on demand or whatever. It sounds but like a luxury. They're way more expensive. Like like $12 for one mm-hmm. viewing of a movie? Yeah. Um, and then the third random thing I have is that uh, 7% of Americans have admitted that they ended a relationship on Valentine's Day. Who does that? I tell you who does it. Imagine if you're dating somebody for a year, Valentine's Day rolls around, he doesn't even acknowledge it. Hey, you know that weird thing about Valentine's Day, how it's always on February 14th? Uh, Get a clue, dump someone the week before. No, you dump them because of what they gave you or didn't give you on Valentine's Day. Oh, you know what? I actually know someone. They didn't break up on Valentine's Day, but um, I had a friend realize the guy was not the one for her because of what he gave to her on Valentine's Day. Do you remember what the gift was? I do. And I can't go into specifics, but she was like, oh my God, you don't know me at all. And they broke up. And it wasn't like she is like one of the nicest, sweetest friends that I have. But she was like, I just realized we are totally different and we don't have much in common. You can't give any clue no, on what the gift I can't. Was not it, without adding my friend. Was it like a workout? Did he give her like an exercise bike or a no. vacuum cleaner? No. Hmm. A dog and she was allergic? No. A Peloton, like that evil commercial man? No. Hmm. Gym membership? No. Hmm. Will I ever guess? No. Tools? No. Why would someone get tools? I don't know. Just throwing it out there. Hmm. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Okay. Oh, you want to move on? Yeah. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) We are broadcasting professionals. (laughs) Anyways, moving on, we ask people to call and tell us what amazing stuff their dog was definitely doing, but they couldn't figure out how. And I was using the example that our beagle Sadie, I came home and there was a wad of toilet paper, not from the trash can. I'm assuming from the roll, perfectly torn off the roll and stuffed in the corner of the bathroom. How that happens, I don't know. Can't explain it. And what you, to add to that, um, and I think we explained this last week, the the bathroom, the toilet paper holder that Callie has her toilet paper on doesn't freely spin. So it's not like the dog could have just come and whacked it with her paw. No, and, and it's also of- broken and like it's not very stable. So she would have, if she had pulled something off of that, she would have gotten scared by it falling over for sure. We might have to change this topic um, to just brag about your really smart dog. Okay. Because the calls were were plentiful and laugh out loud funny. Hi, this is Sam in Snowville. I was calling about the weirdo things that your dog does. Our dog, one Easter, we had put those little plastic eggs that you fill with candy. We had put about 50 or 60 of those in a big basket on our coffee table full of the little Hershey's kisses and the little Easter, you know, um, coin chocolates and whatnot so the kids could do their Easter egg hunt. The next morning we got up and there were about 26 or 27 
perfectly cracked, unbroken eggs all over the floor, not a single piece of chocolate anywhere. We knew who did it because it was our, our chocolate lab, Sadie. My husband was so obsessed that she was going to die from not only eating the chocolate, but those colored foil wrappers. He went out for two or three mornings in the rain with his umbrella to make sure that the dog pooed out the foil wrappers. We don't know how she cracked the eggs without breaking them. We don't know why she did it. We just got up Easter morning and there they were. Have a great day. I'm just envisioning the dog getting up on the coffee table and one by one taking the eggs out and just biting it gently (laughs) enough so it pops open, right? Yeah. Because the fact that none of them cracked is, that has to be, that's impressive. It is really impressive. Hi, this is Kristen from Dallas. I'm calling about the unexplained things that your animals have done. So a few weeks ago, we had fried chicken for dinner, disposed of our trash, and I didn't think that much about it. But the next morning, I woke up to find my dog on my bed chewing on chicken bones. And I had no idea how she had them since we had thrown all of our trash away. A couple of days later, I saw my cat walk up to the trash can, stand up on his back two feet, and scratch the automatic sensor so that the lid opened, (laughs) jump on top of the trash can, and begin digging around for trash. Mystery was solved. It was a collaborative effort for them to raid our leftovers. I hope y'all have a great day. Thank you for all that you're doing with the show. And keep up the awesome work. So the cat would open the that garbage hilarious. can. That is hilarious and such a cat thing to do. To right. be like, I'm smarter than all of you and I know there's an automatic sensor. So I'm going to dig through the trash can and hear dog eat my scraps. How did, like, I want to know <laughs> how the cat figures out, right, that that's an option. I have no idea. I would assume it happens once and then they're like, oh. I got this. Yeah. Hi, Callie and Jeff. It's Tina Indicator. And I think I'm listening to yesterday's show. You asked for crazy things that your dogs have done and why. Once upon a time, I had a cat who had three kittens, and we kept them in a bedroom with the door off the hinges sideways so that the mama cat could jump over and get out, but not the babies. I left two Cornish game hens in the sink to thaw and left the house, and when I came home, both Cornish game hens were gone. I later found them under the bed in the room where the baby cats and the mama cat were living. How she carried two Cornish game hens out of the sink, onto the floor, down the hall, and over the door, I will never know. Okay, love y'all show. Okay, bye. I'm envisioning the cat walking backwards, like pulling the Cornish game hen. Yes. It's probably wrapped in plastic, right? Right. So... (laughs) So I think we change this up and just have it be brag about how smart your dog is. 800-434-5454 or cat or animal. Like it doesn't have to be something because all these people figured out, you know, that their animal did like that. She figured out, you know, the garbage can, for example. And the, so they figured out like what happened. So you can just brag about how brilliant your dog is. Speaking of brilliant dogs, did you see any of the Westminster dog show footage? They had the agility competition over the weekend. Okay. Guess what kind of dog won? 
It's got to be a border collie. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's a border collie. And it won in like a ridiculous time. And the dog's like, okay, okay, okay. I'll do that. I'll do that. And you could really teach those dogs to do anything. And they would, they're so smart. Yeah. So smart. I, I th- in my opinion, a border collie is basically like, I don't know, a 16-year-old human. Like This they, is why Jeff won't let me get one. They can drive. They can use your credit cards. They know how to lie. They're manipulative. <laughs> like that's that's a border collie. I have a beautiful human alert that is so cute. I want to explode. And I saw this in our Facebook group. Another, a couple of people sent it to me on Instagram as well. And then I sent it to Jeff. I'm like, oh my gosh, we have to do this. So I think it's been in the news a lot lately that there's like lunch, stories revolving around lunch debt at schools and kids, you know, trying to get out of lunch debt or whatever. And well, lunch, there's lunch debt. If you don't know, cause somebody did ask, like, I don't understand what that means, but if you go to school and your lunch is two bucks and you don't have your two bucks, they just kind of put it on a tab. I think it's at public schools, right? Right. At it, public schools. Yeah. And then you've got in you and you build up this tab. And if you get more than like $25 past due, you can't have lunch anymore. Well, at some schools and some schools have done away with that policy because it's not the fault of the kid if, of if their parents not. need help. But um, yeah, there's such thing as lunch debt. So you have to pay for your lunch every day um, at a lot of public schools. And lunch debt is a problem because there are kids that are hungry or um, being embarrassed because they can't pay for their lunch or whatever it is. And, um, anyway, so it is a problem and there's an eight-year-old named Keone Ching. I think I'm saying his name right. And he was like, you know what? I want to help my classmates. And he started selling handmade keychains for $5 a piece. And he raised over four thousand dollars wow which took care of the lunch debt at his school and students from six other schools wow like what's his, what's what his an name? amazing kid keone ching and does it say what grade he's in or how old he is he's eight years old man in washington like That's what a awesome. cool kid and what a cool kid to think hey there's like lunch money problems like other kids can't have lunch i want to take care of that problem I want to, it's on our to-do list. I want to coordinate with Proposity and see if that is something that they could help us with. With lunch debt for kids? Yeah. Like if somebody, if a school had a thousand dollars in lunch debt over, you know, let's say 40 kids, right? 40 times 25 is a thousand bucks, right? Like we don't have to put the kids, we don't want to embarrass the kids' names, but no. we, could ju- we could just put their like first initial and, and everybody just goes in and pays the lunch debt for one kid. It would take no time. I just, that to me is the most senseless thing ever. You know what I mean? They're kids. They need to eat. Kids need to eat. But So, how, you know, how I, do we help our kids? I don't know how the politics of it all works. I would, I thought... The schools provided food for the it kids. It was just part of the the thing. Yeah, it was just part of going to school. But then I'm like, no. Did you I, pay for your school lunches? Yeah. You did? A dollar twenty-five. Every day, no matter what it was, and you just pay up front and then you get to go through the line. Well, you would bring your lunch, so you would get them we would get a paper menu so we knew okay. what, what was coming. So like if it was pizza day, I'm all in. If it was fish sandwich day, I'm all bring in. Bring in a peanut butter sandwich or something. But if it was something like I don't know that I didn't like, then you bring your own lunch from home. Oh, we didn't have the option. I don't think to bring our own lunches, 
But um, yeah, it was, I remember it being a dollar. I think it was a dollar for lunch and then a quarter for milk. And I would get chocolate milk. You know what else that I've learned over just reading stories about it and working in um, the place that I do is that kids don't do their best at school when they're hungry. Oh, no. That's they a- can't focus. Yeah. They're tired. Um, it's really a huge problem. And I just can't fathom. A war- I'm like about to cry. I can't. I just can't imagine telling a child they can't have something to eat. It just it breaks my heart into a million pieces. That's why some schools do. Um- Breakfasts. Like, yeah. Because it, I wish every school did breakfast. Because it sets the kid up for success. Because if you don't have breakfast at mm-hmm. home and, and you're you coming co- to school hungry, right, you can't focus or whatever. Yeah. Ugh. Uh, okay. So let's um, wrap things up on today's episode with two random voicemails that came in. Do, 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 do. First one. Hey, Kelly and Jeff. This is Lindsay. And I have Reese with me in the car. And we wanted to know about your state challenge. Are we allowed to call you from vacation location? So let's say I take a trip to Hawaii and then I call you guys and leave a voicemail from Honolulu. Does that count? Or do you have to be a resident of the state that you're calling from? Uh, just throwing that out there. Wanted to know. Um, you might actually get this done a lot quicker if you allow the vacation clause. Love the show. Love what you're doing. Reese, you want to say hi? Hi. Very energetic, Reese. Bye, guys. I don't think we allow that. No, I was thinking the same thing. It's not the spirit of what we want. Like, what we're hoping for is to have people listen, have listeners in each of the 50 states, have people who live there and and listen from there. So if you go on vacation to another state, Please spread the word about the show. And please invite your friends, Callie and Jeff, to Hawaii. Yes, exactly. (laughs) All right, and last message. Hey, Callie and Jeff, this is Chriselle from Houston, Texas. I was wondering if y'all could share some more of those prompts, like the four things to have your fulfilling day or your perfect day. I just wanted to bring those to some of my colleagues to kind of make my workplace a little more upsidey. So I was wondering if you had any other kind of prompts, like conversation starter kind of things like that. Thanks. Bye. That originated with a therapist, right? Yeah. That came from, um, Robbins, the woman that she does like behavioral therapy stuff with. Um, so that that's where that came from, but we have a deck of cards in front of Jeff. Well, I, that's what I was. Is that what these are? Somebody gave these to us for Christmas. Didn't um, Janair gave them to us actually. Oh, okay. And it says they've been sitting at our coffee table. They say less small talk, more genuine conversations, but we haven't opened them yet. So should we try one? Yeah. They're called Vertels, which means tell us more in Dutch. Oh, Vertels. They're designed to create a moment in which family and friends become much closer by asking in-depth questions. Ooh. Questions that make you reflect cherish and share the important and beautiful moments of life. Wow. Okay. So should I just pick one out of the middle or should I start at the top? Whatever you want. Okay. Oh, round one, individual questions. The past year in retrospect, what was your most memorable day? I already have my answer. Of the last year. Yep. And it says memorable, not 
good or bad. What was your most memorable day? You getting fired. Hmm. Mine was. Why'd you say it like that? What? You're like, hmm. Uh, because that was what popped into my head first. But then I thought I had a, actually a more memorable, memorable day that I think about all the time. And it was a week or two after we started the podcast and I, you had gone to bed and I was sitting in the living room and I got a notice. Somebody said, Hey, I was just on Apple podcasts website. And you guys know that you're number 14 in the country right now. And over the course of that night, I kept refreshing it. And we went up from like 14 to 12 to 11 to nine. Didn't you wake me up? I came in and woke you up when we broke the top 10. And I was in an ambient stupor. So I was like, it's really great. And and um, <laughs> I think we got as high as number four or five. And then we settled at around seven for about a week. But that, that was so cool. That to me was pretty memorable. Want to do another one? Sure. Do do. I was surprised that you hadn't pre-screened these. Jeff is very picky about his on-air content. What was your biggest mistake? In life or? The past year in retrospect. What was your biggest mistake? My biggest mistake is something that you won't qualify as a mistake, which is funny. Okay. Do you know what I'm going to say? No. My biggest mistake was getting too involved with uh, friendships without vetting them first. Oh. Uh, my biggest mistake, I think, was not, was protecting people who didn't deserve my protection. We, that's, we have like the same thing. Is yours similar to that? You it's, think? it's similar to that. I feel like with the friendships that I jumped, I dove headfirst into, one thing I did was to protect the businesses and the personalities of those people without any return on investment. Like I assumed that they would have my back in the same way and they definitely did not. And I think that's the same thing for you. If you would like to um, look into these cards, they're called Vertels, V-E-R-T-E-L-L-S. Um, we got them for Christmas. Those are really the only two cards that I've read. So neat. Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Please make sure you've subscribed so you never miss an episode of The Upside. Last week, we recorded a podcast at my old high school. Not my old high school. It was the high school that I went to. Um, Woodward Academy has a podcast. It's called the Eagle Exchange Podcast. And me and Jeff were guests on it. Yeah, we got to go in and sit down with these two very bright high school seniors and get grilled about how we started the upside and what our life journey was and what advice we would get for them. And I had a great time. It they was had really awesome questions too about how do you navigate your hardest days and when something really kicks you in the gut, how do you handle that? And they asked such great questions. So um, if you need another dose of upside this week, check it out and go listen to their show and support these high school kids. Um, it sounds really awesome. We're going to make it super easy for you to get to their show. Just text the word Eagle because that was your mascot, right? The Eagles. Uh huh. So Eagles, text Eagles to 800-434-5454 and it will take you right to their show. Jeff and Callie, it's Ryan. I am commenting on episode one fifty eight and one fifty nine, where Callie was called out as being fake, which is super messed up. 
Like, you can be a super nice person and be super upsidey and good vibes and everything, but you're still entitled to call someone an if they're being an That's being real. So, Callie, you go, girl. Do whatever you need to do. We love you. I love you. Everyone I know loves you. We have a million gratitude journals going around. Don't listen to weird people that are like, oh my God, you're so fake. Like, no, they're just mean people that want to find the fault in you. And that's what mean people do. Like, honestly, like that's their job to like find what's wrong with you. No, they're just weird and just mean. Just forget it. Okay. I love you. Love you both. You're super awesome. Take care. I can't tell you how many times I've walked into a drugstore and thought, okay, today's the day I'm going to get the vitamins I need. And it seems so simple, right? But then you get to the vitamin aisle and you're bewildered because there's so many options. How do I know what's best for me? And honestly, how do I know what I need? Well, Care Of is going to take care of all of that for you and take the guesswork out of vitamins. You go to their website, takecareof.com, and you take a survey about your lifestyle, your health, and they will put together individualized packets with your name on it that come in little daily packets just for you. You can throw them in your bag, head to work, not have to think twice about it. And when you're out of those, they'll ship another one right to your door. Make it easy on yourself. Order care of vitamins. Go to takecareof.com. And when you enter the code upside50 in there, they'll give you 50% off your first order. Again, that's takecareof.com. Enter the code upside50 for 50% off your first care of order. Hey guys, it's Jillian again. Callie's not fake. She is who she is. Like, this is like real person. Like, that couldn't be more real than real itself. But anyway, I really think you should you guys should do like whining with friends but like w-h-i-n-i-n-g like whining wednesdays and i should totally be on your show because i do that stuff on wednesdays you're not fake stop listening to the haters they're all stupid i will punch them in their face okay bye hi kelly and jeff it's desiree I was just listening to you talk about the states that um, have called you. And, Jeff, I can't believe that New York is not on there. At least have your dad call. I'm sure he listens. I know he does. I've heard you say that before. So that will be one easy one for you. Thank you for what you do. Love you guys. Bye. Hi, this is Brittany. I've listened to every single episode. And I have to say... My favorite thing recently, I'm listening to episode 168, is talking about, like, being lucky and your confidence in your job. And I have to say, one of my biggest pet peeves is when people say, like, oh, you're so lucky to have your job or whatever, whatever, whatever. But everything I've done in my life has come from hard work dedication and being confident because nothing that's worth anything comes from just being a lucky person. So I just wanted to call and give my little two cents, but that's just what I think. Have a great day. Bye. Hey, Kelly and Jeff, it's Maria. The first thing I want to say is I am so incredibly proud of you. You are amazing. And for all of those listeners or fans of yours that have been with you for so long, 
that story is exactly what we believe as well. But I was, I was, I had to stop at the part where you were told that you weren't funny, and I just was shocked at that because that is the essence of who you are. And you are a funny person by nature when you're in a comfortable place, when you're with comfortable people. You are hilarious with Callie. The chemistry that you have with her is amazing. And aside from the fact that she is your wife, I think your personalities and your positivity and your shared vision for this show is what makes it so successful. Anyways, I hope that makes sense. Just have to tell you, so proud of you. Bye. Hi, Callie and Jeff. This is Lori, and I was just calling to mention a product that Callie recommended on her Instagram that I use all the time called the Face Halo to wash your face. Love it. Use it. Got the promo code that you put out on Instagram last year. Love them. Love your show. Listen every day. Can't wait to hear more. Have a great day. Bye. I'm truly thankful that we're all here. And if you just started your journey here, welcome aboard and enjoy the ride. No matter where you're at in life, be it a high or low, it's always better when you're looking to it from the upside.